Hey everyone, welcome to Games Are Fun. My name is Luke Armstrong and I am your host. Joining me this week is Adam Beagle. Adam, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing really, really, really good. Uh, Garrett, unfortunately, was not able to make this week's show, so it's just going to be you and I talking today about uh, some fun stuff. We have two topics that we're going to be covering in today's show, and the first is... Ghost of Tsushima got a release date and a trailer. So we're going to talk a little bit about the timing of when they decided that Ghost of Tsushima was going to be released because uh, we have some thoughts around that. We're going to talk a little bit about the trailer because uh, we got a little bit of a look into what the story looks like for Ghost of Tsushima. And then, yeah, we'll just kind of talk about what our hype levels are for that game. And then our second topic, which is kind of probably going to be our bigger topic, is the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo launched last week. It was like Christmas last week, especially for you, Adam, because uh, mm, yeah. yeah, people finally, like we were asking for so long, when is this Final Fantasy VII demo coming to PlayStation? And it came out the day it was uh, originally planned to launch, I believe, right? The original release date for Final Fantasy VII is when the demo came out. Yes, Uh, uh... I think so. Yeah. Or, no, yeah. wait, because it came out Monday, I think. Yeah, wasn't it the March? The original release date was Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, around the same time. To, yeah, To right. be thinking that, you know, we could be playing this game right now is kind of hard, but we don't have to wait too much longer, <laughs> and at least they gave us a little bit of a splice of the game there. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Um, it's going to be probably Adam doing most of the talking because he obviously has the attachment to Final Fantasy, specifically Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I'll give some of my impressions. I unfortunately never got a chance to play it. Um, I have it downloaded and everything, but I have seen a majority of the demo, so I can talk to a couple things, but I'll probably mostly just be a- asking Adam questions on what he thought. So that's what the show's going to look like. It's going to be a little, little more condensed uh, just because it's just the two of us this week, but... Yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. But before we get to that, just a reminder that Games Are Fun podcast airs every Tuesday. It's available on all the major podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, all the the big ones out there. Uh, You can catch new episodes every single Tuesday. Each week, Adam, myself, and sometimes Garrett, if we can all get three of us on the show, uh, we talk about video game news, major industry topics, and we give impressions and reviews of recent game releases. So that's what the show's all about. So if this is your first time checking out Games Are Fun, welcome, and hopefully you enjoy yourself. If you do like the show, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, maybe take the opportunity to leave us a review hopefully a five-star review. Uh, Leaving a review is just a great way to support the show and help us bring in new new audience members. So uh, yeah, if you could do that, that would be greatly appreciated. Now, before we get into talking about Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy, uh, we do have a couple housekeeping points that we got to get out of the way. So the first one is uh, we have our March game giveaway. So January, we gave away a copy of NBA 2K20 for Xbox One last month. Uh, actually, even just last episode, we announced that uh, who the winner was of our game giveaway for Horizon Zero Dawn. And then this month, 
it's it's Nintendo Switch term, we're giving away a copy of Hollow Knight for the Nintendo Switch. So it's running just like the other game giveaways over on our Twitter page. Uh, so you can head over there, it's at GamesAreFunPod, and look for the pinned tweet, which will be at the top of our profile. And it will just give you instructions on how you can enter for your chance to win a copy of Hollow Knight. It's really easy. All you got to do is make sure you're following us on Twitter, retweet that game giveaway tweet, and then tag a friend. That's the the third thing that some people forget to do. I see that like people will follow, they'll like the tweet, they'll retweet the tweet, but they don't take that person. Um, the reason why we want someone tagging in is just it's easier uh, for the randomizer to, to pick because you can put in that criteria and, um, you know, obviously like me, Adam, Garrett, we're retweeting the tweet and we don't want ourselves entered in there. So having people commented who also retweeted just makes it way easier to draw. So we don't have to redraw and stuff like that. So make sure you follow all three of those to properly enter yourself for the game giveaway. And yeah, you're going to want to get on this one because we have got more entries in this one quicker than the last two, which is really good to see. Um, the first one was our first one. And we didn't get too many. We got more last month, but this one I think has already beat like both of them combined probably. Like <laughs> we got a decent handful of people that have entered. Uh, so you're going to want to get over there quick before even more people enter that game giveaway. And because I know there's people out there like me who are very lazy, if you go into this episode's description or show notes on whatever platform you're listening to it on, there'll be an actual link to that tweet. So you'll be able to click that link and it will take you right to that tweet and then you can enter yourself from there. So super easy. I'm not making you have it to open up your Twitter, find our page, just go down in there, click that link and then make sure you enter that giveaway. Um, and then next, uh, I'll turn it over to you, Adam. You wanted to plug something real quick. Sure, yeah. So speaking of, of Hollow Knight, I was actually doing a stream for it on my Twitch channel today. Um, so that's my Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash adampalooza85. Uh, so I'm going to try and continue doing some streaming, probably do some more Hollow Knight. Uh, there's some other things I'd like to do too, but I am on, as of right now, kind of a, a limited uh, time that I can stream each week. So that may change depending on, um, you know, how how successful those streams go. Mm -hmm. But um, so I... Just before the show here, I was doing a, a run of Hollow Knight because um, it's my second time playing through. Um, I I didn't beat the game before. I made it, you know, a certain way through. I'm not exactly sure how far I made it, but it wasn't, uh, you know, maybe halfway if I had to guess. Um, and then I put it down because it just wasn't clicking with me. But now after I, uh, you know, replayed through Ori and I really liked that after I only played a little bit through the first time. I'm like, I'll try it again with Hollow Knight because I know a lot of people really like it. So right. um, I decided to try it again. I, I set up a stream for it. I had to rebuild it all from scratch because I had to, um, was it over the summer? I had to just completely like reformat uh, the hard drive on my computer and everything. So everything was from scratch. So I was just kind of testing things out tonight. But um, but yeah, I'd appreciate it. You know, if uh, anyone listening um, would go in there and just, you know, drop a follow. Um you know, you can see whenever I'm I'm streaming, and then I always tweet too whenever I go online. Um, but it would really mean a lot to you know have anybody that's listening stop in, drop a follow, um, or even just you know watch and, and chat with me for a little bit while I play games. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I was able to catch a bit of your last stream on Dreams, and then I jumped in a little bit today. And um, yeah, it's always always great having people come in. And like as somebody who has also streamed um, for several hours and had no one in my chat, it's, it would be awesome if you guys could go over there. Jump, don't feel free to, uh, I mean, if you want to lurk, that's fine, but, uh, go in there and chat with us, especially if you're, you're from the podcast, uh, say hello. And yeah, um, I think that's awesome that you're going to hopefully be doing some more streaming. That's something that I, I want to do, but yeah, it's so, it's so hard with scheduling. I mean, trying to fit this in to a week can sometimes be difficult. And then, you know, it's, you have to set everything up. It's not something that you can just unless you're doing it full time, it's quite difficult. Right. So, um, yeah, that, that would be great. I'm, I'm excited to see what else you stream in the coming weeks. I'm assuming you're probably going to play Ori two, uh, will the wisps. uh, Yeah. I'm definitely going to play that one when, when it comes out, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm going to stream it yet or not. Just again, because I don't know like what my, what times I'll have available to stream. So, but yeah, I am definitely going to play it for sure. I think for myself, uh, I, I think the last week of March, I have the house to myself <laughs> for like four or five days. Oh, and wow. I'm considering, cause that's something that also, not saying Meg gets in the way of, <laughs> of me trying to stream, but like, you know, I we live in an apartment, like there's not a lot of room. I don't want to be streaming off the TV when she comes home from work or whatever. So I might actually use that week to stream animal crossing, but that, that is tentative right now. So maybe, maybe next week's episode or the week after that, I can announce if I'm going to actually do that or not. But I, I, you've, you've been motivating me to, to get back into streaming as well. So, all right, well, let's jump into talking about ghosts of Tsushima. So Last week we just all woke up. I don't. I, don't, I can't remember what exact day it was, but I think it was actually. I can pull it up right here. Uh, it was March fifth, so just about three days ago we woke up to finding out Ghost of Tsushima got a release date because the last trailer we saw uh, just said summer twenty twenty. We didn't actually have a specific release date. Now we do. It's coming out June twenty sixth, um, and so. With that release date, we also got a story trailer that's about three minutes longish, and then we also got your collectors and digital deluxe editions uh, detailed and announced. So, uh, Andrew Andrew Goldfarb, uh, communications manager from Sucker Punch Productions, uh, put a post on the PlayStation blog, uh, kind of giving some details. Now, I don't want to go over everything. I think everyone should just. You know, it's a quick trailer. It's only three three minutes or so. Uh, you know, find that on YouTube and watch it for yourself so you kind of get an idea. Um, it's just a, a quick look into the game. Probably the most that we've seen in some respect. I mean, the last trailer we got was a bit of a... Um, I don't know. The, that's the thing I kind of wanted to talk about is... So, like, before you saw this trailer, Adam, or... Uh, saw any of the details listed about the, the new information story that's dropped on this game. Like, what what was your level? Like, how were you feeling about Ghost of Tsushima? Like, were you, are you interested at all? Are you more interested now? Or like, where are you at? 
Yeah, I've been I've been pumped for this ever since they showed that that little bit of gameplay at uh, E3. What was it? Two two years ago. Yes, correct. Um, they showed a little bit there, and that it looked so good. I'm like, I need to play this game. Like, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I know with it being sucker punch, like I knew they were gonna do something really cool, and it definitely shows here. Like this game is gonna be fantastic, and this this new trailer. It's kind of one of those things. Like I didn't need another trailer because I knew I was gonna get the game either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really did just, you know, highlight some more of the game and <clears throat> did ma- manage to increase those hype levels. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. I'm in the exact same boat as you, like that last, the last trailer, like even from when it was first announced, I'm like, Oh, this is a, a, you know, setting that I can get behind. And then once I saw it, same reaction. I think that's everybody's reaction. It's just this game looks really well, uh, really well polished. And just the colors are super vivid and vibrant. Um, and that adds kind of some uniqueness to it because, I mean, I we don't know too much about the gameplay loop on what you're going to be doing. But, uh, you know, from the couple trailers we have seen, you know, it's going to be, some there's stealth elements in it. Um, you're a samurai, so there's going to be lots of cool, you know, b- battles that you're going to be able to probably partake in. Um, but we haven't really seen like what a mission looks like or what mm-hmm. you know qu- questing looks like or just the all the mechanics that you're going to be going through while you're playing the game. And so that's the one thing that I think some people are skeptical about. But one thing that everyone I've that has brought up this game that I've seen on Twitter and stuff just, yeah, talks about how amazing it looks and how it looks unique. Cause like, you know, some, someone say, okay, well, how is this different than any other game set in like feudal Japan? Right. You have different takes on it, like Neo or, uh, Sekiro where, um, it's similar, but you know, this, this seems like it's, it's true to history to some degree. And it, it, it's, it just, it, it pops when you, when you even the the night scenes in the trailer, you see the moonlight casting light down onto your uh, the world, and it's it looks really really solid. I I, I I'm sold just on the, the same fact of just what I've seen. Um, I don't necessarily need to know that the story or what you're going to be doing in it because it's just I think they've been able to nail the atmosphere of this game really well from what they have shown that it's been able to sway players, but. Um, yeah, I I'm excited for it at the at the very least. Now, you said you were surprised on the the release date for this game. Yeah, I was expecting this to be more of a July, August, and maybe even like early September mm-hmm. release. So I was really surprised to, to see that it's going to be just like a month after Last of Us Two. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, it was definitely. Not what I was expecting, but it's cool nonetheless. Like, I mean, the earlier, the better, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I expect the same thing, July, August. I thought August was pretty much a lock, but Mm -hmm. um, because I I felt September, like early August was what I was kind of thinking. Because September, you know, with Cyberpunk being there, I mean, it's like what Red Dead was two years ago. Everyone is trying to get out of the way, excuse me, of that big AAA release in the fall. Right. And yeah. I think they, they were considering that. And I think they also are probably wanting, and we don't know for sure when the PS5 is going to be coming out, but we're expecting it holiday 2020. And 
I think they probably wanted to not have it too close to that just to save themselves from the, you know, um, I think the sales of the game would be impacted because people would just be like, well, I'm just going to buy the PS5 version or, or just assume, mm -hmm. you know, that I can play it on my next gen. I'll just get it, get it when it gets ported to that. Um, you know, th that's a tale as old as time. All those games that release, I mean, that's that's why so many people played The Last of Us on PlayStation 4 as opposed to PlayStation 3, right? So right. It, it makes sense that they wanted to to push that back and then also get get out of the way of that. They have their own time in June. There's not anything going on really besides E3. So, you know, we'll, we'll get those, those games that shadow drop in June, but they're not going to be big AAA games. So I think that's smart of them to kind of take a time where there's not going to be any real competition. It's enough time past The Last of Us for people to have played that game and experienced the game. And then it's keeping them hooked, those, those Sony, Sony fans, um, by another first-party studio um, without too much of a wait. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. It's crazy to think now that we have all, like, at least one big AAA game until June uh, between yeah. now and then um, with with all the games that are coming. So... Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to to see what you thought, like like you said, we haven't seen like an actual mission play mm -hmm. out or anything, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are kind of wondering how's gameplay going to stack up to this versus like Sekiro, um, just because of like that that kind of um, you know kind of very Japanese art style, like feudal Japan, like katanas yeah. and everything. Um, you know, watching the trailer, like it doesn't really shed a whole lot of light on that. Like, is it going to be like a difficult game, like Soulsy, right. or is it going to be, you know, it's it's very easy to kind of draw those lines and, and compare it to that. Even though I'm sure it'll play very different, but yeah. until we see what an actual mission looks like, I think a lot of people are going to look at this and be like, okay, so is this like a Sekiro-like game, or, yeah. or what is this exactly? It, it is definitely hard. Like we have seen a little bit of combat. Um, there was that. Yeah, from two years ago at E3, mm -hmm. that we got that, that. That was probably the biggest chunk of it right then and there. Right. And then the trailer before this one featured some, you know, like a montage of combat. And even this one had a little bit of that. You know, we saw him like sneaking around and doing some stealth kills and stuff. It's like, how much, how much is that? Is, are like, are we going to be having these big battles like in armies, um, you know, where you're riding horses and there's people all over or is it yeah more mission based where you're infiltrating places and taking out people like what what's it going to look like is it 1v1 on you versus another samurai or are you taking out multiple people you know do you have a true like that's all the questions that I think are going to be answered within the next couple months probably mm -hmm. I suspect um Sony might have a state of play uh sometime in the next couple months that will probably spend a little chunk of time focusing on that, or maybe they'll release some sort of gameplay trailer um, where somebody's playing. Here's 30 minutes of unedited footage of Ghost of Tsushima or something like that. So I think once they get to that point where they're ready to show that off, then they'll have more people that are decided of, okay, that's what that game is. That's going to be for me or that isn't for me. But just based on from what I, the vibe I got from the trailers, it seems like it's a game that I think most people who like, third-person action games are going to be able to get behind you know what i mean like it looks like it, it looks really good looks like it has a great story very focused on narrative um with some really cool set pieces and yeah i i think i think it's gonna do do really well 
hopefully. Yeah. And with it being Sucker Punch, like, we don't really have anything to compare it to because, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like, the only other, uh, you know, the games that they've done have all been infamous games. And it's like, if you get overwhelmed by a group of enemies, I mean, you have all sorts of superpowers to, right. to fall back on, you know? So it was... Um, you know, you, you didn't really have to worry if it was a one-on-one or if it was going to be like a group thing or what, because you were so overpowered that you could handle that. So yeah. we don't know now, like, you know, this is just a man basic as, as far as we know, without any sort of like superpowers or anything. So it's like, how is he going to stack up against, you know, multiple enemies exactly. at once? Um, so it'll be very interesting to see um, how gameplay actually works out exactly. in, in those type of scenarios. And not, not to mention, like, this is Sucker Punch's first game in a while with that infamous being a early gen game that's you know, true a, yeah. a lot has happened since this game's going to be like we've seen god of war like the sony and how they their first party studios handle the last several releases um has been very specific so i i feel like it's going to try to hit those notes as well um be one of those games that you know people compare it to you know god of war and last of us and horizon and that it meets that expectation not saying that infamous didn't i'm just saying it's it's definitely a different uh playstation game than an early gen game so all right well i guess we can move on from that yeah i think we've probably talked about enough that's obviously a game that we'll (laughs) probably continue to talk about for the next couple months and then obviously We're very both excited to, to play it. Um, Garrett uh, was bummed because he... I, I'm just going to pull up our group chat because he sent a message here saying that he... Uh, yeah, he, he He's pretty stoked for Tsushima after that trailer. Um, and he's looking to talk about it more down the road. Uh, that was a game that he mentioned to me that he wasn't totally sold on. Um, but that trailer is now kind of is starting to sell him on that. So uh, yeah, it's just speaking again to our point of people wanting to see a little bit more before they're on board with ghosts of or ghost of Tsushima. I kept calling for the longest time, probably like I heard uh what's his name on game scoop. I was listening to game scoop today and I think it was Justin Davis was talking about how they call it ghosts of Tsushima. And that's what I had been calling it for probably yeah. a good chunk of time. <laughs> just one ghost. <laughs> um, all right, Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo. So it came last week, finally dropped after it being spotted on <laughs> the PSN. Um, when was that leaked? Like, I want to say like a month ago or so? Uh, maybe longer than that. Yeah, um, maybe in I think, January. I think it was sometime in January. Yeah. And yeah, we got that leak that was on there. And so we were just waiting like, okay, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? so funny because you and your brother steven <laughs> kept mentioning it's like i well, all, all i'm doing is waiting for that freaking final fantasy 7 demo chomping at the bit man. yeah <laughs> and it finally came like that was that was like christmas morning for you guys i'm sure so uh yeah i'm gonna turn it over to you to kind of talk about it what uh what'd you think what what have you done you played through it a couple times what are your impressions yeah it was it was great um i i liked it a lot as someone that spent a lot of time with the original Final Fantasy VII. Um, I have to say, they so far, they're knocking it out of the park with this this remake. So it stays pretty true so far to, to the original game, at least in that opening mission, uh, with some added context in there. And I do understand that the demo that we got isn't exactly what we're going to get when the game fully launches. Like, I guess there's a couple more cutscenes and uh, maybe a couple flashbacks in there that we didn't see. I see, okay. 
in the, uh, the the public demo that we got that will be there when the game actually launches. So there will be more that we'll see. But right. I know the idea was to get everybody more into the gameplay than the story necessarily. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, it was good. It was a really good introductory demo. Um, they had three different modes. There was normal, easy, and classic. Um, so I played through first on normal. And it's a very action-oriented game. But... I mean, it's a really great mashup of kind of like Final Fantasy XV's combat and the original Final Fantasy VII. So it's it's very action-oriented. Like, you you have, like, an attack button. You can string combos together. Um, and each character plays a little bit differently. You just kind of basically... It could maybe seem a little mashy at first uh, because you really just press square to do, like, your combos and stuff. Um, or with Barrett, you just press square i think you can just hold it in to just fire to your, shoot. Yeah. your gun yeah um each character though has a unique uh sort of attack i mm-hmm. guess with the triangle buttons so like with cloud he can change stances so he can go from like a pretty pretty general like all-around stance to a very damage focused stance where he right. can't really do a lot of dodging or or movement based things but his attack power uh gets a a good deal higher higher in that stance mm-hmm. and then uh barrett what he does with tri- with his triangle is uh it's a charge attack so you i think you have to press it like three times or so and then you'll get a full charge and then he'll just kind of unload a string of bullets that just does really high damage uh so there's a little bit of build up to it but it's it's totally worth it um and then so basically what you do is is as you attack your uh your active time battle meters gauge quote unquote i'm doing air quotes over here (laughs) um (laughs) that that meter fills up so to start the game i don't know if you get more of these but to start the game each uh you know cloud and barrett both have two bars that can be filled up and essentially you need one of these bars to be able to do anything whether it's casting magic spell using an item using an ability um you basically need to have one of those bars filled up to do anything that's not your standard attack or the triangle uh, uh, function feature. Right. Um, so, so you have to wait for those to build up. So you can just kind of wait for it to build up, but it's going to be a really slow process. So you really want to be attacking to fill up that bar a lot faster. Um, you can switch between the characters and you kind of need to, in some, some circumstances, Mm -hmm. like using Barrett's range, like, you know, there's certain places cloud can't hit that you might need to switch to Barrett to, um, and, and so the combat was, was really neat. Uh, there's, there's a dodge mechanic, there's a block mechanic. So a lot of things you can do in real time mm-hmm. and, and things that you kind of have to do in normal mode, because if you just try and go into normal and just mash square, um, you're going to have a bad time, I think, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you'll just be, you'll just be going through your potions like nothing. So yeah. you need to really kind of utilize those different mechanics to, Keep yourself from taking too much damage uh, so that you don't have to constantly be healing, using all your magic, using cure, or using all your potions. Um, and then, of course, it runs you through a boss fight then. And again, you can't mash this boss down, at least not <laughs> no. on normal. Yeah. Um, you need to use magic spells. You, you, there's uh, certain spells that targets are weak against, so you want to really want to leverage those weaknesses, uh, use abilities, magic, items... Use your block. Definitely use your dodge um, to to really be able to have a chance against the boss. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes through a couple different phases, which is really cool. Uh, very cinematic uh, 
cutscenes as it changes to different phases. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was a tough boss fight too. I mean, everybody I've talked to was like that was way more challenging right. than I expected, uh, especially considering like the main battles. While you may not want to necessarily just mash through them, um, they're not particularly difficult, mm-hmm. or at least the ones that uh, that they give you during mm-hmm. the course of the demo. Some of them are really just very easy, basic trash mobs. And then uh, there's one that's, that's they kind of treat almost like a little mini boss, I guess. Uh, it's not, not really a long fight, but it's definitely kind of a, a step up over yeah. the, um, you know, the other battles that mm-hmm. you, you've done. Um, so I think that's, that's going to be the best way to play it. It's a little bit more challenging, but I think you'll, you know, players will have the most fun because it engages you a lot more. Right. Easy, on the other hand, when I played through that, you you literally can mash square the whole way through the demo on that, gotcha, no problem. Okay. So probably for more people that are just looking for that story experience, yeah. don't really care too much about the combat. Yep. Yeah, yeah if you just want the story, um, easy is, is a good way to go. Even the boss was was really no pressure at all. Uh, to get through that, even just kind of, you you still kind of have to do some some mechanics based things, like you, because uh, there's like a shield it puts up, and you have to actively try and take the shield down. So, but for the most part, you really can just kind of mash that and like just stick with cloud and just gotcha. square your way through it. And then, uh, so classic mode then is it's basically easy mode, except instead of doing the the active things like pushing the square button and triangle button. Um, the dodges and blocks AI basically just does that for you. And whenever that active time battle gauge fills up, uh, you can trigger that to cast magic, use items, use abilities, uh, kind of, kind of whatever you want. So for those that really want that more classic experience from, from final fantasy seven, uh, that's an option for you. But honestly, I don't think it's worth it. Um, mm, I thought it made things a little boring. And this is okay. coming from someone that loves uh, turn-based battles, yeah. like the the classic Final Fantasies. Yeah. Like, if you really want to get the most out of this game the, and, and really enjoy it, like, you're going to want at least easy mode. I think classic just kind of... It's, it's not engaging enough, and it makes things even easier because the AI is doing all the other stuff. I see, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, those are the three modes. Um, you know, so there's a little bit of something for everybody there. Um, it, it might be kind of cool if they make a classic mode that runs on the normal battles, too. Um, I don't know if it would really make that big of a difference since you're only controlling, like, the, the special abilities and items and that. Mm-hmm. But it still could maybe make it a little bit more fun over, over just easy. Because easy is easy. Easy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> honestly, well, I, f- I got to play the demo. I feel like having watched some people, I think I could have normal, no problem, but sometimes like, I guess it depends. Like with, with star Wars, I was just like, I had enough and I was like, you know what? I'm putting this on baby ass baby mode. Cause I just want to see this <laughs> star Wars story develop, but final fantasy is a game, especially like action games like this, where combat is like, there's a lot of attention put into the combat. I think it's like. I don't know. There's something about it that uh, I find enjoyable. Um, and the the mashup, like you said, of it being between Final Fantasy 15's combat mixed with kind of Final Fantasy 7's, like you can kind of see that just um, even just from me watching people and how that change and how you have to kind of strategize things. You can't, like you said, go in there and just hack away and button mash on square. Um, 
you got to strategize a little bit, I think is really cool. And, uh, but I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're not <laughs> looking for a, a tough time and you're just like, I just really like Final Fantasy VII story and I just want to see that in a more cinematic experience now because it's remade, then easy mode's available. But classic mode, I, I think that's a, a decent addition because it, it kind of calms down those people that are all salty about cer certain changes, I guess. But even <laughs> though it's not, you know, identical, it's still... I don't know. That that's kind of the impression I got from from some people who were complaining about that and then gave it a shot and were a little less harsh. Because um, yeah, you like I can understand that, right? With a game being one thing and it's like the story character is the same, but the game plays completely different, right? Like if you watched Final Fantasy VII um, or played it rather and then went into this, it's like it's like completely a different way of playing playing the game so now you've talked a little bit about things you've liked and stuff like that now is there anything that you has caught you off guard or that you weren't really keen on um i'd, I'd say for me at least in the demo things seemed very linear right. um battles uh are very laid out like they're kind of um like their place like there wasn't anything that seemed like i was encountering like a random enemy anywhere so mm -hmm. it was like they were just they were purely placed in position for you to run like for you to run into and, and battle with which makes me a little worried that it's going to be like that the whole way through like there's an actual limit number of fights that you can have um mm -hmm. which would essentially kind of cap uh your your ability to grind out levels uh you know, and build up your characters, you know, things of that nature. Like the, there's almost like a predetermined um, uh, experience gain, I guess, and okay. level gain throughout the game, which, you know, maybe they're aiming for that because we know it's going to be a multiple parts. I know we kind of speculated in the past, like how things were going to carry over from game to game. So yeah. maybe they do want that. But, but then again, you know, maybe it's just this one area. Maybe things open up a little bit as you progress further in and you can, you know, fight more enemies. But, uh, through that whole demo, like your very first battle, you gain a level, it puts you at level seven. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you beat the boss, you get level eight. Um, and those are the only two level gains, uh, throughout the, the entire demo. So it's kind of like, uh, it, it seems like it might even be hard to grind out levels. Um, if they're that, you know, if it takes that much experience to level up to the next, uh, the next level. So, I'm a little concerned about progression mm -hmm. and and my want to grind levels and just be an OP beast uh, by the end of the game, especially yeah. since it's probably going to be a while till the next one comes out. I'm going to want to try and max things out as best I can. So uh, we'll see if it, if it even lets us do that. But mm -hmm. other than that, like I was really happy Impressed, with it. I, yeah. I enjoyed the voice acting. Uh, I enjoyed the the extra dialogue. Um, the just the look of everything it's gorgeous uh, very beautiful game and and it seemed to stay so far pretty true to the the original final fantasy 7 story um you know with some extra context added in so mm -hmm. it's not really a whole lot that i can complain about unless they really do just uh totally uh tie down the uh level gain system right right yeah, that's kind of the general consensus I've seen on Twitter and Reddit, and that a lot of I haven't seen too much neg negativity around it. Everyone's really, really pumped. They really like the demo. Um, 
I watched a couple like comparison videos of like the intro sequence of um, the original and then the the remake and it's just awesome like they, they nailed it really good it uh and that's it's funny because like I have no real attachment to that but I can imagine like seeing seeing the opening sequence um you know if, if I played Final Fantasy 7 like like you did was a big fan of it growing up or whatever and then seeing that uh I would get chills man because it it's uh it's pretty it, it, it like it's pretty. It looks amazing. Like, and the fact that you hear the soundtrack and it just sounds more robust and it's like, I, I, it's, it's taking a game and, and putting it on steroids. Like it's, it's phenomenal. I love that they, they wait, that we, it sucks that I guess some people that like had to wait this long, but I feel like now they've been able to, to treat it well with this really great mm-hmm. remake, right? It's not, it's not something half-assed. It's something that is like, Keeping keeping the story, keeping the characters and everything, but like giving it new life and making it a modern day video game, which is really impressive. Yeah, hearing some of those uh, music tracks yeah. remastered is just oh man, that's, <laughs> that really like kind of kind of gets you. you in the feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear some of the other tracks from the original game get remastered like yeah. that. It's gonna be awesome for sure. So one thing I, we've talked a little bit about this before in the past. So. Refresh my memory, this remake is all of, like, how, have they said how long the playtime is supposed to be? So they're, uh, so they're saying it it should be somewhere around, like, 30 hours or so, but then I've heard some of the people that had a more extensive, like, hands-on demo that got to play, like, three hours or so, thinking it might be a little bit closer to, like, 24, 25. Right. Um, so depending so on how much you kind of spend wandering around and such. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, the uh, the amount of content that's in the game, so they're basically just taking uh, the time that you spend in Midgar from the original yes, game. Correct. So yeah. Midgar is kind of the opening city. There's a lot that happens in there, but it really only takes about three to four hours, depending the- on how familiar you are with everything, to get through it. Um, gotcha. So it's not an overly lengthy thing, but they, you know, I guess made it about 10 times larger if they're getting 30 hours out of it. Sure. Yeah. 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 That'll be interesting to see how much extra stuff is put in that whole section there to, to stretch it out to that. I mean, obviously like some of that time is going to be taken up with combat and, you know, cause we're like, I, I guess in certain battles it would might, it might be quicker with the action combat, but like, um, you know, going, changing the combat styles is definitely going to affect time, whether longer or shorter. Mm-hmm. But uh, where I'm really interested in is, so like how much, so if you had to like percentage wise, like what percentage of the original is Midgard? Like, is it half the game, a third of the game? Um, that's a good question. question. I mean, I'd say it, it would probably take about 40 hours or so to do the full, full game. original game. So maybe like... Uh, again, depending on, on how much time you spend doing things. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty small percent overall. Interesting. But it does look like from the cutscenes, um, some of the some of the trailers that I've seen, it looks like they are bringing in some of the story from other parts of the right. game into this one. Yeah. Um, that makes so sense. They're, so they're introducing things a little bit earlier than what they do in the original. So. Gotcha. Okay. So the, the last question I want, wanted to ask you is 
Um, which again, I feel like I've asked you before, but what, where, where do you expect like the, the other parts to come out and like, how long do you think those parts are going to be? Are we going to just have part one, part two, are we going to have three parts? Um, what's that going to look like? Well, there's been some, some conflicting information on that. Um, from the games, I think it was the game's director. He's been kind of saying it's going to take a long time to get the other parts out, but then, other people in the development team have said that they're already working on the second part. Um, so I'm not really sure who to believe on that, but I think, sure. I think by, I don't know. I want to say like, let's see, it's 2020 now. Mm-hmm. I'd say by 2022, I'm feeling optimistic that we'll get part two by then, uh, by the end of 2022. Yeah, yeah. And by that point, yeah. Cause you, you have to, this is only a timed exclusive on PlayStation at, uh, for a year. Right. Correct. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to drop on Xbox next year, and you kind of would expect them to have a, a decent like gap from that. Um, you know, obviously they need time in there to develop things and and whatnot, but that that would make sense. It's uh, I mean, if you're getting like a a game that's 25, 30 hours, and then you got to wait a couple of years, like that's fine fine by me. Um, it would suck if it was like a really only a eight hour experience or something like that. And then you had to wait like three more years to get the rest or the second part or, you know, like I I wish they would, like I understand with, with some fans kind of feeling a little anxious about it, like wanting to just have a, a roadmap almost right. Like of just like, this is what it looks like. This is our plan. But I understand that like, this game went through a lot of development issues to get to even where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. And so I understand why they're not doing that, but it can be kind of frustrating when you're like wanting to know when, when the next piece is coming, um, especially because it's been from the get go, it's been developed and split up into those sections where even when we look at episodic games, like life is strange or walking dead or something like that, we usually after that first one releases or whatever, and I know that these are smaller, smaller sample sized games, but they, uh, you know, they have a roadmap of like, here's kind of when we expect to have episode five release. Like we should have it by like a year from now or something like that. So if they had some, some sort of thing, that's like, okay, here, here's what, where it's at. It's just going to be two parts, um, half the game here, half the game there. And you know, not even give a release date, but just let us know how, how they're kind of looking at that, I think would help. Um, Mm -hmm. not that it makes a difference, but like, it just kind (laughs) of, you know, we, we as gamers are always so like eager and wanting to know like when, when, when's the release date on stuff. Uh, we're, we're always anticipating, you know, what's, what's down the road. So yeah, I, I think once, once that, that will probably start up again, once, Final Fantasy releases and it's been out there enough for people to have played it like that's that's what we're going to hear for a little bit and then it'll die down and then hopefully well, score this... sorry go ahead oh, I was just going to say th- this game for sure is going to leave a lot of people wanting more especially like the the people that do know the story of Final Fantasy 7 yeah. and they know all the things that are yet to come after uh, the initial sequence in Midgar so for those that maybe haven't played Final Fantasy 7 it, it'll probably feel more like a full game just with like a cliffhanger yeah. uh, ending. Yeah. But for those that know like what's coming, like, yeah, we're going to be chomping at the bit again for, for sure for the next content. So. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, I, I can't wait to, to give it a shot myself. I, I, I will for sure be able to make time this week to, to play it um, and get my own hands-on impressions with it. But uh, did you want to mention anything else before we uh, talk about what else we've been playing? Um, not really, no. I think I think I pretty much covered everything I wanted to touch base on with, with the demo. It, it's, it's great. Um, I'm really excited for... Uh, to, to play the whole thing. I'm excited for people that haven't played the original to to be able to experience the mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII story. Um, so I think it's it's going to be awesome all around. Yeah, well, I'm really excited for... Because I, I considered for the longest time, especially when Seven got ported to the Switch in playing Seven, and then, to, you know, prepare for the remake. But then I almost was like, you know what? We're getting closer and closer. I don't know if I want to slug through an old <laughs> RPG like this. Um, not that it, you know what I mean. It's just like there's so much other stuff being released and things that I need to play that it's like I don't know if I have the time for that. But I honestly think what I'll probably end up doing is play the remake and then I don't know if I should play the remake because Seven's coming to Game Pass. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah so I was and the th- nice thing about those too is that they do include like a fast forward feature. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, even though it's typically like a forty-hour game, if you if you put the speed boost things on, mm-hmm. you know that might whittle that down closer to like twenty twenty-five. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to figure out if I want to play the remake and then check out Seven play through that i don't know maybe maybe i'll just play the remake who knows i'll have to see what happens because to be honest when the final fantasy games come out on game pass i'm really eager to replay 10 and 10 2 mm-hmm. um i love i love 10 yeah so good my my sister played 10 and uh i was just like i never really like i've talked about on the show before i never really was into Final Fantasy that much, but my sister was, and I just loved watching her play 10. And then I eventually played it myself um, a bit. I never, but I, a majority of that game I've seen just watching her play it. And um, yeah, I, that's when I started seeing Final Fantasy, like, okay, this is a, a franchise that I think I could get behind, but then I ended up <laughs> waiting till 15. So <laughs> at any rate, I'm glad to have more access to that because I've said on the show numerous times, it's a franchise that I think is, it's huge, right? Like it's it's one of the biggest franchises in video game history and that's such a blind spot to me. So I'm excited to be able to go back and s- see what all the fuss is about. Because I honestly, I've always been interested in the story, the the Japanese or like the more anime aspects of it, um, of it being a little, you know, more eccentric than what I kind of games I'm used to playing is something that I have to wrap my head around. Um, but I feel like at this point in time, like that, that was more so when I was younger, just thinking like this game, this series is really weird. Like I don't understand (laughs) like what's going on. And like, there's these big yellow, chickens that they're riding and i'm like what's going on here but i i hey, don't knock the chocobos <laughs> no i love chocobos <laughs> but uh hey one of my favorite games was chocobo racing for playstation one i don't know if you've nice. ever played that game but i did not know it, it's like a kart racer that's like a final fantasy game it's very weird and but i loved it anyways um yeah so you can expect us uh, to be talking a lot about Final Fantasy once once the game drops. Uh, that'll probably be we'll be talking about it probably all of April, I suspect. Um, 
because especially because we all kind of play i i feel like you for sure will have it done first you and <laughs> you and your brother and then yeah. me and garrett will probably you know be be there at some point um yeah it's too bad we didn't have garrett on the show because he got a chance to play the demo and um he was kind of like not not skeptical but he wasn't he's not a big final fantasy guy or final fantasy 7 guy again i don't mean to speak for you garrett if you're listening but um you garrett said he was really really impressed with the demo mm-hmm. he had a blast really liked it so um yeah i can't wait to give it give it a shot myself all right um let's quickly just kind of go over what games we've been playing and then we can wrap up the show so adam what uh what else have you been playing recently uh, so I talked about Hollow Knight at the beginning. Um, I'm sure I'll have more to mention on that later. Mm-hmm. But um, I also played uh, some Two Point Hospital. Nice. And it, um, I, I heard a lot of good things about it. It's on Game Pass, so I figured mm-hmm. I'd give it a try. And uh, it's not really a game for me. Like it's, uh, it's very, I don't know. Think like Sim Theme Park or or something like, like that. Like a tycoon like a, game, or, almost. like a tycoon yeah. type game. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I guess those are a little too close to like real time strategies for me. Like I'm just I'm just not good at these games. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so while I, I just did kind of like the uh, like the tutorial hospital, the the very first one right. that they start you in, and I, I started playing through that. And like I was I, I was running a pretty successful hospital, but like deep down I'm thinking to myself like this hospital shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> like this is not going well, or at yeah. least I didn't feel like it was going well. So I I don't know. It's I don't know that it's one that I'll play too much more of, but uh, I think that's I think that's it really that all I, yeah. I've been playing this week. I feel like I haven't played a ton really. So I mean that's right. Like you you like you said you played through the demo, um, like you checked out the Several other modes. Times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like yeah, that's probably been your focus the past week. Um, right. I I checked out Two Point Hospital as well, but again. I, in the tutorial, I, you got, got much further than I did. I was, I think I was just not in the right, like, frame of mind to play it. I just was like, nah, like, I'm not in the mood for this. Like, I like these kinds of games from time to time, but I'm just like, I like the sense of humor that they're going, going with, with this game. But I was just like, eh, I'm not, like, that's why I'm glad that it was on Game Pass, right? Because it was <laughs> right, like, yeah. I could just try and it's like, no, right? It's like when you watch something on Netflix and you're like, no, I'm good. I'm going to, I'm going to move on to something else. So, um, I probably won't go about back to that one. Um, the game I've been playing a ton of all week is Apex Legends. I uh, there was that uh, limited event, limited time event that happened this this week uh, called Deja Loot, and Garrett talked a little bit about it last episode. And basically, that this this mode Deja Loot, all the loot is identical every single match so all the guns are going to spawn in the exact same spots you know your your supply crates are going to have the same you you know if i landed in the exact same spot i can expect the exact same loot to be around there so it kind of strategizes where you kind of go and stuff like that and uh in this mode the ring the the closing ring also are identical so um every day it's kind of the loot stays the same, but every day they re- kind of change where the ring is going to be. So the one day that I played like a ton of the game, uh, the the ring always closed in the same spot. So you can kind of strategize of like, okay, I don't want to go right here because 
that's where everyone's going to try to go and camp out or whatever. But I also don't want to go way over here because that's way too far and it's going to be much more challenging to get to get to that first ring. Um, but uh, I really, it changes the way that you play like a battle royale for sure. So I'm, I'm sure that this isn't the first time that they've, a battle royale like Fortnite or PUBG or um, Blackout or whatever, like have have had a mode where the rings stay the same. But yeah, you, you strategize a lot more. I found myself, you know, dropping in certain spots a lot more because the loot and the guns that were around there is what I kind of like to play as and stuff. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. I got a couple wins one day, um, got a bunch of kills, which is kind of, I'm not like really great at <laughs> shooting and killing people in Apex because by the time like I see someone and they're shooting at me, by the time I like try to react to it, I'm dead. So it's like, I, I, I just, I don't have the reflexes and mm. to keep up with these people that are just like, you know, pros when it comes to uh, combat in Apex. So um, yeah, I, I binged it like a whole day. I was just playing it and <laughs> I just was having so much fun. And, and, you know, you get a match and I was like, oh, we came second. I was so close. I had... I think I think I have a good strategy that I'm gonna try next round or whatever. And so uh, I was playing a couple different legends. I, I normally play Bloodhound, uh, who's a bit of a he he he's like the tracker. Uh, but then I was playing as Crypto, and Crypto has a drone that you can kind of use, and you can go out and spot enemies. So uh, I was actually finding him quite successful. And I would have my two teammates um, engaging in combat or moving around. I would camp out in a safe spot and then I would go and let them know so they could kind of sneak up on enemies um you know like it, there was a couple matches where I was able to sneak in and they didn't see me like my drone and I would be pinging the enemies and my my teammates would kind of flank him from the side and and so yeah it, it was cool I was experimenting with different legends and how you know you can kind of strategize a bit more to win um but I mean and unlike uh or like any other online multiplayer game, there's just, it sucks when you come across people that are just like on your team that just trash talk and aren't really, mm -hmm. are just there for themselves. Like I had one match where I I saved our team. Like they, my two teammates were down. I got like three kills, was able to revive both my teammates. Um, and he's like yelling at me in the mic, like telling me what to do. And he continued <laughs> to do that. And then, we ended up placing second overall and I died and the guy was like, he's like, you're garbage, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, are, are you kidding me, man? Like that's I, ridiculous. that's ridiculous. Like not only like, yeah, we lost or whatever, but I mean, you died before me. So why are you <laughs> trash talking me right now? Like I've revived you twice now. I'm clearly anyways, that, that's a bit of a rant, but yeah, I mean, just like, I don't get it. I, I, who knows what that guy's issue was, but you know, after that I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to take a bit of a break. Um, I did play a little bit of dreams. I played a really good game that I wanted to give a shout out to, I think it's called the twilight change, but I want to double check. How oh, was it? That. Was it the one you sent me? Yeah. I think it was the, the twilight shift. Twilight shift. Yeah, that's it. Um, cool like horror first person horror game kind of very surreal um mm -hmm. like 
I the reason why I thought it was really well done is because it was the first like horror game I had played in Dreams besides PT obviously, but that yeah that was a remake. Um, it was the first horror game I had played that I was like, ooh, this guy this actually is nailing those horror tropes and um, they know what what a good horror game like it. I think it's hard to make a good horror game because yeah you play especially like on dreams i played so many dreams and you just have these jump scares and it's just like there's no suspense there and this was the first game they played i'm like they did a great job building suspense um did you get a chance to check it out i did yeah yeah and so you know that four it's like a room there's like a room and there's like four hallways it's like a square Mm -hmm. and you kind of are walking around this room down these four hallways and there's this little like girl that kind of pokes her head around the corner yeah. oh my god that scared me so bad the first time i saw it um it's like every time you turn the corner it's like okay what's what's, what's exactly about yeah <laughs> and you're so scared like i'm always like looking behind me because like yeah uh yeah it, it was really well done like the the that's like probably i don't know anything about game development but whenever a game does those things where you know you walk down a hall you get to a dead end and turn around and walk down the hall and open a door that you had just came through. And then it's like a completely different environment like that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how tricky that is to develop, but um, I was just so impressed on how they mapped out this game in dreams. It was like not like uh, most of the games I played on there. So I wanted to give that one a shout out. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I, I played through it and, and they did a really good job. It was it was well put together. I think uh, the only thing was for me is that the uh, there was a story there, but it was it was a little incoherent. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, they alluded, and so it just by the end it didn't really make sense. But I mean, just as kind of like a a horror game, like overall, like it it did pretty good. Like there was definitely had those spooky moments and uh, you know some spots where I got some chills. Um, yeah, just wondering like what the heck is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm still, again, I, I played a bunch of more dreams that were bad, good, pr and and pretty great. Um, but that was the one I wanted to give a shout out to yeah. this one. And I, I played a couple too that I liked and I was going to talk about. And then I forgot to get the names oh, okay. of them before we started this. Yeah. So I do have some I can mention. I am still playing dreams. Yeah. Um, and I have some that I can, I can shout out on the next show. Sure. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that was the last week's episode. It's like, Dreams Continues to Press. It's just, like, such a great game of, like, okay, I only have, like, an hour or I only have, like, 45 minutes to kind of play right now. And you can just go in and crank out, like, six, seven different games or whatever in that amount mm -hmm. of time. Um, yeah, it's it's really fun. All right, well, let's move into question of the week. So each week I ask you guys a question. You guys send in your responses and I read them out here. Uh, last week's question that I asked you guys was, let me pull it up here, close it off. I don't know why I closed off the document. <laughs> uh, so last week's question was, tell us a horror, it's not really a question, but tell us a horror story about a time you lost your save progress in a video game. Uh, so we only got two responses this week, which is unfortunate. I was hoping for a little more because I thought this would have quite unique stories. But uh, right. first we got Justin Musselman from Facebook. This one is easy for me. I wanted to show my friend all my good stuff on Final Fantasy Tactics, including the hard-to-get Ultima spell and Zodiac Summon. I was in the middle of another party through... Play, or, sorry, I was 
in the middle of another playthrough, so I went to save and clicked the wrong file, and in an instant, it was gone. <laughs> on, a, on a good note, this is my favorite game of all time, and I was easily motivated to play more. That's hilarious, man. That moment of just, like, realizing <laughs> that you just screwed yourself over and you're just sitting there blankly at the screen and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Gosh. Well, thank you, Justin, for sharing that. Uh, over on Twitter, we had uh, at Gravier1984. So, worst case would be have to be when my entire PlayStation 2 memory card was erased after playing a glitched Ratchet and Clank demo. Lost everything. That sucks. I, yeah, that's that's awful. Because that's not even something that was your fault, right? Like, you can kind of, like, re- you know, realize when you've made the mistake, it's like, okay, I can't get too upset because I was the one that did this. But having something, like, totally screw over your memory card and lose all that progress on multiple games, man, that's brutal. <laughs> um, all right, Adam, let's, let's hear your save progress lost story yeah so <laughs> i brought this this up on the show before but um for those that haven't heard so big final fantasy 7 player yeah duh. <laughs> i had a file in that game where i just was maxing out everything uh because i was trying to do everything like trying to beat the the weapons at the end of the game and there was only one that i had to beat and that was the one that was under the, the water emerald weapon and that thing is hard. He's got a ton of HP, so I was grinding out, uh, trying to get the, the max. Because um, every time you, you level up a materia to the max, it creates a new one of that same materia. So I'm trying to get, trying to basically dupe all these, uh, all the best materias and everything just to give uh, my, my team the best chances to survive. And so I, I spent so much time in that save file. I, I, just I can't even tell you how much grinding and fighting I did to try and max everything out so I could win that fight. And I, I went through the fights a couple times and I think there was one I was even fighting that weapon for like two hours because I was just trying to spam the the Knights of the Round Summon, which is which is a long summon, uh, because it basically goes through twelve lengthy, unique animations for gotcha. each hit that it does. And Ended up dying in the end, um, but uh, Steven, my brother Steven, was was playing because we both had a file on the same memory card, and I was watching him play, and you know he's just doing his thing, and and uh, I don't know if he was just finishing up or if we were about to like swap turns and it was going to switch over to me, um, but he saved over that file while I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And I'm just I I can't. Oh man. I can't even tell you like, like seeing your <laughs> life flash be- before your anger eyes and almost. sadness, <laughs> like every emotion possible God. in that moment. And it's just kind of like, it's, it's all gone. Yeah. It's all gone. <laughs> oh man. That the worst part of it all is like, just feeling it's like my, my immediate reaction when that stuff happens, is like feeling like everything I just did was a complete waste of time because now I have to do it all over again. Like it literally didn't matter. Yeah. It's... Well, the thing too is I didn't know this at the time, but that that weapon has a has a unique move. It's called like Air Tram Storm and it does damage that for me it was just dealing 9999 and would wipe my party out. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to trying to get oh, my yeah. setup going to yeah, where I yeah. could just 
do auto phoenix that if i died it would bring me back to life and then i could keep fighting Mm -hmm. and that was sort of what i was working towards but i found out later that the amount of damage it does is based on the number of materia equipped (laughs) so if i only had one materia equipped on on a uh, on any given character it would do 1111 damage or or maybe it's just a thousand i'm not sure but yeah um, so really I could have strategized a little bit differently to make sure that it couldn't just max damage me. Sure. Um, and I, I probably would have won a lot easier had I known that at the time, mm-hmm. but I was just playing a very reactionary way mm-hmm. to just try and have auto revives every time it would kill me with that move. So I, I probably could have spent a lot less time and ended up winning that fight, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't know that at the time. So I was working towards one thing and mm-hmm. then it just... It was all gone. <laughs> it's still all gone. Yeah. Long, long gone. That's so funny, but also so sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did, I did eventually beat it when the uh, when they ported it to uh, PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it. I played through the game, got the platinum. Nice. Um, so I did, I did find, eventually get my revenge. I did beat that <laughs> boss. Yeah. I did clear the game. So. Gosh, that's funny. That didn't your brother say he recently had someone save over his stuff on yeah. like Pokemon oh, or gosh. something? Uh, I think, no, I think it was uh Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. 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 So there's karma for you, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for myself, I don't honestly have a specific story that I could think of. I thought really hard. I thought for sure I would have something. Um, but I know that, uh, one story I did have that I wanted to share was when we got our PlayStation two, we, I never, for a decent chunk there, I didn't have a memory card. Um, and so we would have to play their games and I would literally, uh, this probably wasn't great for the console, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do is I would just, you know, keep keep the thing running right and when I wasn't playing it and go back to it um stuff like that so I remember there was it wasn't too long it probably honestly was like a week until my parents were like it was the weekend and like okay we'll go get you a memory card now but like it probably felt like months that I had to do this or whatever to to a kid at least and I just remember like leaving consoles on uh and like telling my younger sister, my oldest is like, don't touch the PlayStation. Cause like I, I have a game on there. Um, I remember doing this a lot with the Game Boy games too, of like, uh, not playing Pokemon and we'd have one copy of a, a game. We usually, me and my sister would switch, but I remember, uh, I think it was Pokemon Crystal that we only, cause I think you can only have one save file at a time. And at least on the Game Boy Color yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And I remember Jessica lent me it. It was her game. So I had to play it. And I kept that thing running for days. And then all of a sudden, I was playing. And all of a sudden, you see the little lines on the Game Boy Color just, like, disappear really slowly. And you're like, oh, my God, I just ran out of batteries. And, like, because back in the day, you you could run a Game Boy off a long time, right? So... Yeah, I just remember stuff like that of like coming back and like realizing my sister had turned off my game and put in Final Fantasy or something and just been like, what are you actually doing right now? Like, do you not understand? So I just remember getting that eight megabyte 
PlayStation memory card for the PlayStation 2 was the best thing ever. Um, but I also remember going in there on the memory card in the menu and having, a, again, I can't really remember these incidents, um, but I do remember having a couple where I had accidentally deleted them by a slip of a finger or something like that. So not fun, but I'm, I'm very glad that we don't really have to worry about that anymore. Right. Um, yeah. You know, unless we save over a file or, but even then, like so many games have auto saves where you could just like go back to an auto save before you had made that save. So like it kind of saves that. Um, But uh, for the longest time, they're like switch games, right? Where you you couldn't upload your saves to the cloud. Um, And I think there's still some games that like the Pokemon games don't support cloud saves, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah. And, uh, animal crossing isn't going to support right. it either. Yeah. That was a big thing. I remember when yep. they announced that. So, uh, it's, st- we still come across it from time to time, but I'm glad that we don't have to worry about as much as we used to back in the day. So, all right. Uh, this week's question is related to kind of what we were talking about when we were talking about Adam streaming on Twitch and stuff. I wanted to ask you guys, how do you feel about watching people play video games online? So, uh, you know, i.e. Twitch or, you know, let's play series on YouTube. Like what are, what are your, or even if you want to talk a little bit about esports, like what, what are your overall thoughts about it? Because um, I've come across a lot of people who are very much into playing video games, but they're not so much into watching somebody play them. And then as we know, you know, there's so many people out there on Twitch or YouTube that have made careers off of people that just watch them and they that's their kind of form of entertainment so yeah i wanted to ask you guys what your thoughts were around watching video games uh so that question is going to be posted on our social media pages uh on twitter as well as facebook so you can answer on there and we'll read your answers on next week's episode and if you want to do the old school method you can email us at contact at games and we can also read your responses from there so that's it that's this episode of games are fun uh adam where can people follow you uh you can get me on twitter at adam palooza 85 and i guess now on twitch at twitch tv slash adam palooza 85 so it would mean a lot to me if you would uh leave a follow and then come come visit me sometime in the stream for sure yes please please go go check out adam's stream and uh it's like get, just be there and uh, converse with them because that's the hardest thing with with me when I like stream to small numbers is like uh, it's hard to to do it when you don't necessarily have someone to chat with uh, like you're constantly trying to talk right because you're, you're wanting to bring people in so yeah go go over there chat with Adam while he's playing um, and yeah you can follow me on Twitter at Luke Allen Arm um, make sure to follow Garrett on Twitter at LP Panther follow the podcast at games are fun pod search for games are fun on facebook and at games are fun pod on instagram although i haven't posted on there quite a while but uh if you want to see my physical video game collection you can head over there all right that has been another episode of games are fun we're getting close i think this is episode 85 if i'm not mistaken so we're like 15 away from episode 100 and i'm I'm hoping that I don't have anything planned. I have a couple ideas that I'll, I'll run by you and Garrett, uh, but I want to I wanna do something special for episode 100 because uh, that's a big milestone to think that we've done, you know, 100 episodes of the show is quite the achievement, I think. So I want to celebrate that. So 
yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But anyways, uh, episode number 85. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you all next week. See you later.